Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. Hello there, everyone, the podcast community. Hello, how are you? Thank you for being here. How's your day going? (laughs) I normally don't ask that question. And what's funny is when I began this, I was like, why don't I ask, how are you? That's the first thing I say whenever I meet, how are you? How are you doing? How is your day? I hope that it's really, really amazing for you today. I hope that you've had a really great day today. Whether you're just starting or whether it's ending and you're joining me here, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful you're here with me and we're doing the podcast thing right now. Um, I woke up today and I um, took my bitchiness pill. Uh, I, I don't know why. That's, uh, I don't feel like that was a, uh, you know, an inverted choice. I felt like, you know, I just sort of unconsciously just was really irritated by things. And, um, no, I'm, uh, not on my cycle. I don't really know what my deal was this morning, but I woke up and I am just, I, I, I think it was just cause I didn't sleep that well. And I find that. When I don't sleep super well, my ability to emotionally cope tends to take a nosedive and that sucks. (laughs) I, I, uh, I, I, and it's funny because I'm hearing in my head, Hey, 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 how about you take a step back from the situation and, um, and, uh, not be this way. (laughs) I just, I just kept plugging on through and, um, now that the kids are in school and the partner is at work, I'm able to kind of, you know, sit in a review of my actions this morning. And, you know, I'm not incredibly proud. I mean, it's not one of those moments where I'm like, hey, I did I did real good today. I, I did not do great. And, um, yeah, we're, I'm just reflecting on that a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I could have not been such a busy this morning. But, you know, anyway, that's where I'm at today. I am in the phase of, you know, doing better, making a better choice, getting my head back into the game, into this day, and making better life choices today. You know, one thing I'm going to try real hard not to do is just eat poorly because that's one thing that I do with myself is when I can't emotionally cope, I tend to eat. And um, that's always been an issue with me. And um, yeah, that that's something I'm going to try real hard to get a handle on today and, um, you know, not snap and not just be that way anymore. Anyway, sorry, that's that is the opening of this episode is Lorelai having a a rough go at it this morning, but I'm I am I am doing the thing today. And it sort of ties into as it usually does what I'm going to be talking about today, which is recovery. And why recovery 
is so incredibly important and it's it's not just about you know recovery from you know oftentimes you hear that word and you think recovery from an illness or recovery from a surgery or or whatever um, or even in you know a uh, mental space recovery from addiction or recovery from grief or whatever and there's so much that applies when we think of recovery there's so much i mean it it spans across all of the things when it comes to the process of healing it is mental physical spiritual energetic it is it applies to all the things and i feel like it's incredibly important to talk about so you know i'm in that process right now of active recovery from you know not making the greatest of choices this morning but i'm 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 getting there um I don't really have any other updates for today apart from the fact that, you know, you know, I'm doing the thing, making, doing, doing life and not trying, trying to take responsibility for, um, you know, when I wake up and take my bitchy pill. So <laughs> another random thing. So these, these are all really random updates, you guys. I'm sorry. I hope this doesn't sound so crazy, but I recently got these, um, I've always wanted to play around with contact lenses. I have pretty good vision. I don't need um, uh, glasses to see, but I, I've, I've always been interested just to try um, like the colored contact lenses. And I recently came across this brand because, you know, I like to scroll on social medias and I saw this brand that sells contact lenses called Unibling. And um, they look really cool, especially when you have darker colored eyes however that is um so most of the models that are you know showing off these contacts have brown eyes and i thought to myself oh i want to try that and of course the thought crossed my mind is okay well you have green eyes um is this going to look the same is it going to have the same effect you know because i'm seeing like these bright blue bright green gray even like violet color eyes and the violet ones really got me. I'm like, Ooh, I want to have purple eyes. That's so cool. So of course I, uh, I bought some and you know, I didn't take into consideration. First of all, the most like logical out of this is like, Hey, um, so you've never wore contact lenses. Um, so how's that going to go putting those in your eyes? <laughs> so, I managed to get him in um, with the help of, of my husband, who's been wearing contacts since he was, geez, like six or something crazy. Like he's been wearing contacts, maybe like 10, sorry. I think maybe 10 years old. I can't remember. He's been wearing contacts for a really freaking long time. Anyway, so he helped me out. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put these things in my eyeball and it's like folding over on itself. It's getting caught on my eyelashes and like I'm getting like a red eye and I'm just like, I can't figure this out. And finally, he shows me you have to like hold back your your eyelashes and pull back your lid and put this and it has to be kind of dry in order for it to like seal itself on your eyeball. If any of you have like weird issues with eyes, I'm really sorry right now. I'm like. <laughs> giving you cringe cringy cringe this morning anyway I managed to get them in and they were really cool but again that whole concept of like oh you know it's I had the first pair I got was supposed to be like purple and it turned out like purple pink which made me look like I should be in twilight and I don't that's not the vibe I was going for so I got some other ones and um 
funny enough, the one that looked the best and actually felt the best was the was the green colored one. And I'm just like, okay, well, I just have brighter green eyes, I guess. <laughs> Silly things. Yes, I know. Hopefully you got a little bit of a giggle out of that. But anyway, I did it. I, I managed to get contacts in my eyes and I wore them for probably about... I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour and then, you know, took him out because I was like, okay, that's good because <laughs> I'm not used to having things in my eyeballs. So anyway, just thought I'd tell you about that. My, my little adventure with contact lenses. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about the things today. So um, the crystal today, brocantite. I think I'm saying that right. B-R-O-C-H-A-A. Sorry, B-R-O-C-H-A-N-T-I-T-E, brocantite. And um, normally I just go on the crystalcouncil.com website and kind of scroll the different um, crystals that they have there. And this one really popped out to me. And it kind of goes along the lines of what we were, what I'm going to be talking about today. And um, I was like, of course, of course it does. That makes sense. So... I'm going to talk about the science and origin of it really quick because I found it to be really interesting. So brocantite is a rare copper sulfate mineral that is formed during the oxidation of copper veins, specifically in an environment dry and containing little to no moisture. It's commonly seen in association with other copper bearing minerals such as malachite, azurite. Brocantite can pseudomorph over both these minerals and assume its shape shatakite, chrysocolla, and even dioptase. Brocantite can be found in many forms, such as masses, plates, and crusts, and skinny, slender rods, much like crocoite, C-R-O-C-O-I-T-E, crocoite. The color can be absolutely breathtaking as well, which I completely agree. It's super, super pretty, with deep emerald green, brocantite being the rarest and most desirable. This mineral was first described back in 1824 by Armand Levy. He chose to name it after the famed French mineralogist and geologist, André Jean-François Marie Brocante de... Wow, that is a long... What the... Wow. Okay, so this name is hella long. Hold on. Let me try this again. Hold, please. Um, André Jean-François Marie Brocante de Villiers. Dude had like one, two, three, four, five and a half names. Okay. Brocantite can be found all around the world with major deposits located in Austria, Chile, Australia, Russia, South Africa, the UK, Zambia, Germany, Romania, Morocco, Greece, and the United States. Okay, so let's talk about the more fun parts, which is the meaning and energy behind brocantite. So brocantite is a deep emotional healer that engulfs your heart with pure earth energy. It shows one the power of mother nature and channels rays of green restorative energy throughout your emotional body. Brocantite pushes personal growth, especially on feelings or experiences that have left a mark on us. These internal bruises have never had the opportunity to fully heal as we have not given our undivided attention to the trauma. For one to move forward, you must relinquish everything you think is true and become accepting of the change. 
Brocantite helps force you to focus on the pain, yet reminds you of how temporary it is. The strength you discover as you re-experience these emotions for the last time is a testament to your willpower, your drive, and your determination. You have the opportunity each day to make a change and better yourself moving forward. Brocantite reminds you of this superpower. Um, okay, so there's other things about connecting with nature and author's notes, but I think that's it. Honestly, I think that sort of is the mic drop for Brocantite and how it ties into what I'm going to be talking about today. So a um, few just little things that were really interesting. Planets that associate with Brocantite, Venus. The zodiac sign that associates is Capricorn. The element is oops, storm. Again, I feel like the last one I talked about was also storm, which was really interesting. Colors colors are pre predominantly green on the hardness scale from zero to 10 is between a 3.5 and a four. Okay, so that is the crystal of the day. Super beautiful. If you don't have some, um, I imagine that this one is going to be a little bit on the pricier end of the spectrum. So if you um, are in the space to be able to spend a little bit more, Brocantite might be the thing. I actually haven't like researched it, having how, how much to, I probably will be in a minute here, but Brocantite, <laughs> how much it costs. So, um, I, but just as a thing, because it seems kind of on the um, more desirable scale, it might be a little bit more on the pricey end. So anyway. The quote of the week is by Joshua Kai, and it is, even the smallest shift in perspective can bring about the greatest healing. Okay, moving right into the topic, recovery. So I looked up the, actually what's funny is, um, I, I always talk about when I go running, because that's my active meditation. It allows me to get lots of downloads. And what's funny is recently um, I've been running and I picked up this new program on uh, the Nike training club or whatever. I normally use a different app. And um, this one, I, I decided I'm going to try something different this year. Um, I've been doing sort of like the same sort of thing, the same routine, and it worked for me in the past, but um, I've said, time and time again, I am somebody who really needs to uh, change, especially because all of my my big three are all mutable signs. And I feel like whenever I do the same thing over and over and over again, uh, I tend to get really complacent. And um, I'm like, even though it works, I get very bored. I'm like I've been doing this for a really long time. I need something. I need it. I, I need to change. So how I take care of myself has really been on the forefront of this year of trying to take care of my body, take care of my mind, take care of my spirit, all the things um, a little bit differently this year. So part of that, you know, is how I am eating, how I am sleeping, and also how I am moving. And um, even though, yes, I'm still running, um, I'm doing a different training program to see if it um, keeps me sort of motivated and that sort of thing. So anyway, Nike Training Club app. And um, I chose, I've been choosing to do the guided runs because I, I appreciate sort of that 
um, the, some of the like the the talking and the music and the background and that sort of thing and the the people that are on there are very motivating and um, and that sort of thing. Sometimes I giggle at their things, but for the most part, it's pretty good. But anyway, I'm uh, doing one of the guided runs, and uh, the coach talks about recovery because there's oftentimes a recovery run because we'll do a speed run and then there will be a long run and then there is the recovery run and which is where you slow down and you find a pace that's comfortable and you're not pushing yourself but you're keeping yourself at a at a, um, an active recovery where it's nice and easy and you're able to maintain and move without a tremendous amount of exertion and he defined recovery because he was going over recovery and why it's important. La, 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 la. And he said that the definition of recovery is the action or process of regaining possession or control of something stolen or lost. And that really, um, that really hit for me. That hit in a lot of different ways. For some of you, you're going to feel the same and others you might feel like, okay, cool. But like, when I think about that definition of recovery, I made the immediate association with forgiveness. And forgiveness has been one of my big things, um, especially in my whole awakening process, is discovering how I uh, let go of all of the collective issues and, um, and sort of this... <sighs> way of being others and other people and mirroring and rediscovering who I am and forgiving myself and forgiving others in the process. And in that space of forgiveness, I'm actively recovering in that process. And for some of you, this might seem like, yeah, okay, yeah duh. I mean, whatever. But this was kind of a revelation for me. I really loved how that ties into the process of forgiveness. Because in the in the process of forgiving yourself and forgiving others, you are actively recovering. You're going into that space and you're not saying that everything is fine and everything's okay. Nothing happened. You're saying, no, something did happen. And although it, you know, this was caused, you know, I, I did this or this happened. Um, I'm going to take the emotions that was felt in that time and I'm going to actually go through it and leave it here in that past situation and finally take back what has been gone for so long. And reclaim that part of myself. And in the process, I'm able to regain that modicum amount of, that, that, of control that maybe I feel like I, I had lost because of this circumstance or this decision or choice that I made or somebody else made that may have caused harm or caused you know, a different series of events to happen that may have made you feel like you needed to recover from. And um, for me, interestingly enough, what comes up immediately into mind is, of course, when I when I deal with um, my kids, the one thing I'm noticing is where I get triggered with them. And um, because, you know, I've said time and time again, like your triggers are a, 
direct communication into where you need to focus and heal and recover and you know deal with issues right because that is basically telling you this is what you need to work on where you get triggered where you get angry frustrated where you come out of your balance and you come into a space of reaction instead of um response and that happened for me this morning obviously because (laughs) i immediately got triggered and um you know i had uh i was dealing with my my youngest and she is such a mirror for me i mean she's a lot like me in so many ways and i will get so frustrated with her with things um from time to time and i know some of you that do have kids or you have <clears throat> grandkids or you have nieces or nephews um or even even animals can do this too they can mirror <clears throat> in a way obviously without um spoken word but you know you get you can get triggered by some of those things that they mirror with you um but it's pretty it's it's pretty obvious and pretty in your face when it comes to children especially ones that um, have the capacity to talk. <laughs> and, um, you know, my, my kid this morning was just, she was whiny and angry because she has this little watch that, um, she, for some reason inadvertently set an alarm to go off at three in the morning and it woke her up and she said she turned it off and she's like, no, I'm tired. And she was grumpy and, and just, you know and I'm sitting here telling her like you know you have to like I know that it's really hard when you're tired but you have to shift your perspective and change your mind and you know it today doesn't have to be a bad day and she's like I'm just so tired and and it's I'm sitting here like giving her all of this advice about being flexible and she's just whining at me and whining at me and you know I'm like, okay, well, you have the opportunity to change your mind and be flexible or you're going to have consequences, you know, after that or whatever. And she eventually shifted and changed her mind and she started having a better morning. And what's funny is literally I'm telling me my telling my child this and I'm hearing in my brain, you know, you should be taking your own advice right now because that's exactly what was happening with me that morning. And this is very trivial, I know, but there are deeper things, you know, that we can discover how we can utilize this exercise in in recovery uh, than just this. But this is just a fun example, I suppose, a fun example for me, whatever it's, I actually really need to, I needed to eat crow and really listen to my advice that I'm giving to my child who's mirroring my exact situation because I my my oldest who is autistic and she doesn't really say a whole lot you know she was messing around at the door at our door this morning and my husband rolls over and wakes me up he's like hey she's at the door and you know I'm being grumpy and I'm like why can't you thinking like why can't you get up Ugh. You have 20 more minutes and I have five or or no, you have five more minutes and I have 20 more minutes of sleep that I could get. And, you know, I'm going over in my head and I'm being passive aggressive and not just saying, hey, would you mind getting up since you have only five more minutes and I have 20? I'd really love to get a little bit more sleep. But instead of like being the, you know, emotionally competent grown up, I just 
chose to be passive aggressive and <laughs> throw my blankets around and get up and brush my teeth and get all pissy about it. And, um, you know, I go out there and I didn't sleep all that well. So I'm just having my little adult temper tantrum. And here's my child literally doing the exact same thing. And I'm like, well, you need to be flexible and make better choices. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, Lorelai, you need to make better choices. Be flexible in your choices and your mind because literally you're doing the exact same thing this morning. So I needed to um, really look at that and discover where, God, the universe really does have a sense of humor, doesn't it, at times? It's like really funny. So, you know, and it turned into this whole thing. You know, my husband gets up and bless his heart. He's just so patient with me. But I, when I am in that space and in my mind, I'm just like, I'm just going to go down in flames. How about that? I'm just going to keep going down this passive aggressive bitchy train and just take everyone with me. But what was great is that he sort of brought me to that reality this morning. And he's like, hey, <laughs> all you needed to do was roll over and tell me what was going on. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's all I needed to do. So how I recovered from this situation is, first of all, discovering where I needed to look at my situation and discover how I can change and how I can be flexible in my mind. And yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired this morning. I don't need to behave this way. I don't need to bring down the whole family with me if I'm tired. And, um, you know, I apologize to my husband because poor thing. <laughs> Just good Lord. And sometimes I get into those situations that I was in and I think to myself, what, what happened to me? What happened to me to, to make me do these things and to to be passive aggressive about stuff why couldn't I just roll over and be like hey can you do you mind getting up with her I'm tired like what happened to me to make me feel that way and I don't want to externalize this whole thing because that was my choice I chose to behave that way and so why why am I behaving that way you know, I don't want to, I don't want to blame. I don't want to be like, it's nurtured into me, but it's like at the same time, what, what made me think that that was okay? You know, and why am I, maybe it's, maybe I'm mirroring behaviors that I thought was how you dealt with things. And maybe a part of me thinks, oh, well, I'm in control if I behave this way. And I think the biggest thing that I realized this morning is that is so far from the truth. I'm not in any kind of space of control when I'm behaving that way. And I think the process of recovery for me this morning was how that part of me I allowed to fall away, that that part that communicates clearly what the things that I need and want without bringing other people down in the process. And I know that there are some of you that might be listening to this and going, I don't know what your issue is, kid, but I know exactly how to do all those things. And to you, I say, congratulations. That's absolutely wonderful. I'm so glad you're in that space. 
but you know, I'm learning. I'm learning how to get a handle on my emotions and how to not be passive aggressive because it doesn't really solve anything in the process of becoming a whole person, emotionally intelligent and um, spiritually minded and healthy in my body and in my temple. It doesn't feel good when I act that way, even though for some reason I make that choice. And um, I think the the big thing for me today is how I'm going to shift my mindset. And instead of being like, well, I'm going to punish you because apparently I feel like that's what passive aggressiveness is. It's it's punishment. And why we choose that, why I choose that, I have no idea. But it's something that I chose to do uh, growing up. Um, whether I saw it in other people <clears throat> or whether I feel, felt like I was losing control of myself in, in any p- particular situation. And so feeling like behaving that way will give me back the control because I feel like I have the right and I'm entitled to, you know, that um, my perspective only. And it's in discovering how I need to shift in that perspective and where communication and honesty is really how you regain that control of your environment and most importantly of yourself and your choices by allowing yourself to not only see really what's happening here and being honest with yourself and not allowing that idea that a passive aggressive punishment will solve the issue but really it creates even more problems and it it keeps you sort of perseverating it keeps you sort of looping around in this issue that you're probably creating in the first place or that I assuredly was creating in this circumstance and you know I I um, apologized obviously to my husband obviously I, I apologized to my husband and, um, you know, I apologized to myself and, you know, I looked at that, <laughs> that little girl within myself who funny enough looks very much like my five-year-old and, uh, you know, I say to her, it's okay to be flexible. It's okay to speak your mind and say what it is, but also be flexible and how you make your choices and how you behave You don't have to choose to take a bitchy pill in the morning. (laughs) You can choose to take a big deep breath and realize where your triggers are and what, what is happening in the moment and reflect on that. Observe first and foremost, what is putting you in that space today and how can you meet yourself in the moment instead of just reacting? Because passive aggressiveness is reaction. It is not response. And I am going to really take a long look at uh, where those triggers are with me. And if I need to say something to advocate for myself in the process, I'm going to do that instead. Because... I don't want to create more issues because maybe I feel like I would like to have more sleep. And, you know, 
being flexible in my in my space is going to allow me the opportunity to not only build upon my emotional intelligence but also build in the emotional intelligence of my family and um allow me to recover from what happened to me in that space because there's a lot more that I'm going to discover that is much deeper and even though this seems like a very trivial circumstance to me it's kind of a it's like this is kind of a, a, a big thing like this doesn't feel like something that's like oh my god you know <laughs> but at the same time I want to be able to move forward and really observe what happened what happened and how can I recover how can I recover and um, take back what is mine and and make it new and allow the things to maybe that have happened to me and where I feel a lot of pain how can I recover from that and forgive the situations take back those parts of me that I probably left behind and allow it to evolve and change into something better so that I can be better so that I can choose better and that I can be better for myself and my family in the wrong in the long term so anyway recovery you know and in choosing the subject I felt maybe that <laughs> this was going to be like a huge huge thing and, and whatnot but I hope that it hits for you guys I hope that you guys sort of you're on a level with me here this morning well it might not be morning where you are it's morning right now we're you know recording it's morning anyway I really love you guys and I hope that this in some way helps inspire you it helps um it helps you kind of uh find a way to be and live a little bit better even if it's challenging because you're worth it and sometimes making those choices that are challenging are the things that are going to help you in the long run for the better and that's one thing I've been learning going forward is discovering where I need to change and where I need to do better and make better choices and in that process of being flexible and really being humble and looking at my situation uh, and the choices I have made and are making, I can uh, learn how to forgive and recover. <sighs> so that's pretty much it, you guys. I hope that this helps you. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day in finding what inspires you and even what triggers you because all of it is information and all of it is valuable for you to grow and learn anyway and i hope that i see you again or talk at you again in the next month let me see i have to look and see when the next one will be Ooh, i gotta look at my calendar um why is it? oh that's fine okay so the next one the next podcast will be on March 25th. It's looking sort of like the last Saturday of every month. So I'm just going to roll with that. The last Saturday of every month. So March 25th. And um, yeah, so I will see you all then. 
Have a beautiful day. I love all of you so much. And until we meet again, love and light to you all. If you absolutely love this episode, be sure to share it. Share it with somebody that you love. Share it with somebody that you think will benefit from this information. And also be sure to check out all the stuff I've got going on on my social media and on my website. I have Instagram, I have TikTok, I have the Facebooks, and I have a website www.3rdiwithlorelei.com. I have all of my free classes on those sites that you can RSVP for and be a part of. I usually do one of those once a month, once every four weeks. It's usually on a Sunday. So check it out. Um, I also have a goddess gathering that I'm going to be doing virtually on uh, one Tuesday a month. It's usually near the end of the month. But either way, you'll see it on my website. Go and check some of those things out. They're all free. They're all for you. And I'm here for you guys. And I love all of you so much. And I really want you to check out the things and get your high vibration up. If that makes any sense. Anyway, (laughs) share this with someone you love, you guys. Share it with someone you think would benefit. And I look forward to talking at you again really soon. Love and light to you all.